Hello, everybody, and welcome aboard the Life Trail podcast. This podcast focuses on a bad variable each episode that we all have in our lives. And I help you by providing you with tips and suggestions on improving the bad variables and making it into a good variable overall. This is the last episode of this season, but don't worry, there will be a third season and that season will be coming a month after the release date of this episode. But anyways, there is a surprise on this episode. We will be having a guest appear on this final episode, and the guest is one that will help us understand today's topic. And that topic is perfection, and how too much and, of course, too little perfection in our lives can be damaging. So join us and make this podcast your source of productivity for the day. This is Mahmoud Sultan and welcome aboard the Life Trail Podcast. This episode's guest is named Terry McDougall. So welcome aboard, Terry. Mahmoud, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Before we begin, can you introduce yourself and what you do as an occupation? Yeah, sure. Um, I am an executive and career coach, and I'm also the author of a book called Winning the Game of Work. Before I became a coach, I worked in marketing for 30 years and uh, that I, I really enjoyed the coaching and mentoring aspect of that, and that's what led me to become a full-time coach. That is nice and inspirational. <laughs> well, uh, good job. Um, I hope that you're just as excited as I am to dig deep into the world of perfection and validation. <laughs> I, I am excited to talk about that. That's actually one of the topics that I end up coaching a lot of my clients on. Yeah. Well, um, I'm happy that you're just as excited as I am. So let's get right into it. Uh, Before we talk about too much perfection right away, I want to ask a simple question. And that is, why do we humans always want to reach for perfection? Like, what is the reason for that action? You know, I think that it's something that we learn uh, from an early age. When we're children, we really need to be aligned with our caregivers and our caregivers are trying to teach us how to get along in the world. And so um, we really cue into what they expect. And you know, when we do what our parents or our teachers or, or other people in authority expect of us, things go well. When we don't, especially when we're children, we can get punished um, or have some other um, you know, somewhat negative impact to our lives. Maybe, you know, our, our, as a, even a young toddler, our mother might make a, a cross face at us or something like that. And that 
makes us feel like, I mean, quite frankly, maybe that we're sort of in danger, right? Because if our parents not happy with us and for some reason would not care for us, we wouldn't survive. Um, and so this is sort of hardwired into us as humans to align with what others expect of us. And, you know, I, I was a good student in school and I end up coaching a lot of people that are, are high achievers and were good students too. And um, over time, this can become almost an addiction to do everything, quote unquote, the perfect right way. And it's natural that maybe we want to do that because we, we've been rewarded for it so much over time that we can't imagine not trying to do things perfectly. Yeah, yeah. So basically we care too much about what others think and we want to be perfect to kind of fit in with the community and society overall. Um, so now I want to talk about the bad effects that could come and happen to our mental or physical health when we reach for too much perfection. Because a lot of people don't seem to know that too much perfection can actually be effective in, in a bad way. And uh, yeah, so what is what are some bad effects that can come when we reach for too much perfection? Well, you know what, I, I really think that when people are reaching for perfection, they're seeking external validation. And what they're ignoring is their own inner wisdom. And when, I mean, we're, we're each made uniquely and we're all here for a reason. And when we sort of subjugate our own gifts or our own guidance, inner guidance, or even spiritual guidance for that matter, when we're subjugating that to people outside of ourselves, it really gets us out of balance. You know, we, we, we're not in connection with ourselves. And that can cause a lot of negative impacts you know i think depression um you know feeling like we're not good enough and unfortunately a lot of times when we feel like we're not good enough we keep striving to do things more perfectly with this notion that if we are perfect that we're going to feel better but it actually has the opposite effect because we're getting further and further away from being truly in connection with ourselves and potentially you know if you're spiritual with the, with a higher being yeah and of course like you said it so it becomes complicated and really confusing and tricky to connect the dots and know that this is the problem that is causing us uh, all of those bad things so uh, my question is how can we know when it is too much perfection and how can we understand that this is a bad effect that occurred because we spend too much time on perfection. I think that if you pay attention to your own gut, you know, when, when you feel uncomfortable, if you feel insecure, if you have, you know, just even uncomfortable, you know, physical sensations, if you feel like you're avoiding doing something, I always think that's a good time to you know, maybe go to a quiet place and say, okay, underneath all of this, what is my belief about what's going on here? And I will tell you, you know, I ask people that when I'm working with them and coaching, when they're feeling like the, the pressure of performing, but it's, it's causing, you know, a lot of stress or, or fear or avoidance in their, in their job or whatever it is that they're trying to do. A lot of times people will have, you know, 
fears like, like when they get right down to it they're they're afraid they're going to get fired or they're afraid if you know if somebody's in high school or something they're afraid that if they fail a test they're not going to be able to get into a good college and sort of this catastrophizing of you know one instance of imperfection i think can be extremely stressful and um actually you know there's there's a study that that was done and i i can't quote it because i heard it many years ago but that most ceos are not were not straight a students in school and i think the reason for that is that they learned to rely on their own judgment and to recognize that you know they were willing to take risks because they could accept themselves if they failed you know and i think for a lot of perfectionists i'll give you an example of somebody that i went to college with and she was very much an overachiever she was the president of my sorority she was a straight a student um she was you know pretty pretty perfect and she um took the the law school entrance exam and she took it with another girl in our sorority at the same time and that girl's boyfriend and the girl and her boyfriend did really really well on the entrance exam and the perfectionist did not do very well and she she pretty much had a nervous breakdown because she had never in her life encountered anything less than perfection and she actually took um a semester off from school and came back later and graduated because she was so you know i guess we can say that she had never had the chance to develop resiliency you know she mm-hmm. could not envision herself not being perfect and that's a weakness quite frankly where and i think that that's why those ceos that were maybe b or c students they would still accept themselves if they didn't ace every test that they took they knew that they had other gifts and in fact probably you know maybe questioned the conventional wisdom and believed that maybe they had a better way which you know if you're a leader you kind of need to to be willing to take risks and and realize that maybe everything's not always going to turn out perfectly. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was an excellent observation and I didn't know that uh CEOs they have a lot of fails in their life and that's what gets them to become a better CEO because they get risks and they can understand the failures. Now, the solution, how do we reduce those effects? Like what is the overall solution to this problem in your own opinion of course like because okay. it is a really dangerous thing that could affect us all. You know, I think I think it starts with recognizing that regardless of what you do, you have value. That um you know, I, I you probably heard the saying that you know, we're human beings, we're not human doings and that even if we never accomplished anything we have a innate value and we have gifts that i believe we are here on earth to you know use and that we we really don't respect that part of ourselves if we subjugate it for someone else's standard and so just beginning to appreciate our own uniqueness i think is the beginning of that and and also taking a look at you know being aware of your own self talk because many people when when well i can tell you again i mean and, and i this is partly my own 
experience because I'm a recovering perfectionist, um, like a lot of high achievers are, um, is paying attention to your own self-talk. So if you make a mistake, what are you saying to yourself? Are you saying like, oh, you know, I would say stuff like, you know, Terry, you're so stupid. Like, why did you do that? Like, you, sh you shouldn't have done that. That was, that was a huge mistake. You know, this is going to cost you. Things like that that are really pretty harsh. And I, I really say to people, you know, a lot of times that goes on subconsciously. So we're responding to it, but we're not really consciously hearing it. But I say, lift it up to the level of consciousness and listen to how you're talking to yourself and try to consciously replace those messages with something that's more loving. And I, I say to people, listen, talk to yourself the same way that you would talk to your closest friend or loved one, you know, and most of the time we would not, you know, if somebody made a mistake, we would not be saying to them, you're so stupid. Why did you do that? You know, that's like, you're going to, it's going to ruin everything. We wouldn't say that. We'd say, Hey, you did your best. Okay. You'll get him next time. Right. Or, you know, you'll say maybe like, what do you need to do next time to have a better outcome? Right. That it's, it, you're still a great person. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and that, that gives you the energy to, you know, to have resilience and to feel encouraged rather than, um, you know, feeling shame. Because shame, you know, shame can be a motivator, but it is, it's something that drains us very deeply. Um, and, and it can cause depression as well if we, you know, if it's, if we're using that to motivate ourselves. Yeah. Well, uh, I agree. And that is definitely something that we need to do. And positive reflection is really something really healthy that we could uh, put into our life more and make it more constant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so moving on, uh, like we said, one of the reasons to why we want perfection is because we care about what others think. And uh, so is it healthy to care about what others think all the time? Well, I think that we can't get away from what other people think. Um, but I think that we need to balance it with our own judgment. And, and take it into consideration, but not have it be the only piece of evidence that we use to determine our direction, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and there are ways that we can, it, you know, I think it gets easier as you become an adult because you have more control over your life when you're um, a kid or, or a teenager and you're under your parents' roof. You don't, you don't have as much you know, control over everything in your life. But, you know, I think that you can say, I, I understand your perspective. This is my perspective. And in things that we have control over, we can say to ourselves, like, okay, I, I hear what they're saying. I'm choosing to do something different. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is definitely something true and uh, positively effective to our lives. And uh, truly, when we add all of those things together, then we can almost have a, a happy and healthy life. Yeah. So one more thing. You mentioned to me off recording about how too much validation could be dangerous. And so can you explain to us about what do you truly mean by too much validation? I really think of it in terms of external validation and internal validation. And I think that we as humans need to keep those two things in 
uh, balance, you know, that we take into consideration what people are saying to us externally, you know, and, and again, going back to, you know, perfectionists, very often they've been rewarded so much. They've been externally validated so much for living up to other people's expectations. It's hard not to want to continue to get that, right? If you've been a, a straight A student or you've been, you know, an athlete or, you know, anything that other people are making a judgment on you and, and you're getting something positive back for from it. Often we keep seeking that, right? But it can be at the cost of us developing our own uh, sense of self and us saying to ourselves, you know what? Even if that goes away, I'm still going to be okay because I like myself and I appreciate the things about me and I know that I, you know, I have gifts that I appreciate. And I think a lot of times when people, you know, have trouble, it's when there's, you know, they feel like they're a certain way and not only are they not getting validation for, from that, but maybe they're getting a lot of criticism for trying to show up as they are. And it's, if, if you really care a lot about what other people think, that's going to diminish your sense of self. And I, I really think that it's important to sort of put boundaries up sometimes and just say, this is what I feel about myself and this is valid. So, you know, really validating yourself and saying to other people, you know, you're entitled to your opinions, but that's not going to affect how I feel about myself, you know, and, and I've seen it, I've seen it very often that when people can put those boundaries up and say, this is me and this is, you know, you're not going to affect how I feel about myself. You're perfectly, you know, entitled to your opinions and what you would like to ask me to do, but it's my choice about what I do that pe those people are usually he healthier and happier because they do have a sense of self and they're not going to be, you know, shaken because I'll just give you an example. I mean, um, if you are, if you're really basing your sense of self and your, se your self-esteem on what other people say about you or what they think of you, if that goes away, you're going to be on very shaky ground, you know, because, and, and I mean, we see it a lot of times, you know, like with, um, child stars, right? Where they they haven't even had a, uh, a chance to develop their self. You know, they're, they're growing up in the spotlight and they're beloved and they're so cute and all of that. And then they get to a certain age where they're not the cute little kid in the movie anymore. And they don't really have a sense of self because they've been externally validated so much. And unless they've had really good parenting, they haven't you know, develop that internal sense of self. And a lot of times we see them turning to drugs or alcohol or, you know, there's tons of uh, people who have committed suicide because they never had that sort of internal anchor and sense of who they were that allowed them to have resilience in their life. Yeah, yeah, and everything has an effect on that, like parenting and even self-confidence and believing in yourself. They all have something to do with eventually uh, having some failures and then connecting the dots and realizing that this is, I need confidence and I need to believe in myself more to uh, come out and be better than ever. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I hope that you can use those tips and suggestions uh, provided by Terry and me on this episode. And I hope that you all could go out and check out Terry's work. Uh, Terry, can you tell the viewers to where they can find your work and to where they can see what what, what you do? Um, sure. I have a website. It's terrybmcdougall.com. And I also have my book, Winning the Game of Work, is on Amazon Worldwide. I have also started a podcast called Marketing Mambo, and it's where I have um, just sort of open-ended conversations with other marketing professionals just about the profession. So if you work in marketing or you have an interest in marketing, uh, it would might be interesting to you. And that's at marketingmambo.net. Perfect. So go check out her work there and go check out other episodes on this podcast. This is the final episode of the season. There will be another season starting in 30 days after the release date of this episode. So thank you, everybody. This is Mahmoud signing off.